What is going on, Fleet Nation? Welcome to episode 41, and I'm Brennan. And I'm Jared. Here we have a special guest. You saw him on the Thursday night preview, if you watched that. Peter Schwartz. How's it going, guys? Happy to be back. Thanks for having me. Let's go. Let's go. And we got a good episode today. Talking Giants with their impressive win against the Panthers. The Jets' impressive loss against the Patriots. Zach Wilson gets hurt. And we'll talk more football news. There's been some trades. There's some potential trades. And P.J. Walker uh, played an NFL game, so that's something to talk about. But first off, Brendan, how you doing? You didn't come to class this morning. What's up? Uh, do you want to know what happened? Sure, sure. All right, so I was up like pretty late last night. I got to be honest with you. I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos, couldn't go to sleep. And I finally went to sleep around like 3 o'clock, right? And I woke up at 6. Like no alarm, just randomly woke up at like just for no reason. My body just woke me up. And I was like, what the hell? Like, like in my mind, like told myself, like, go back to sleep. Like I got three hours. Like you really need to sleep. And like I instead of being aware that I had to get up in like three hours, like I kind of like my discombobulated, tired self told me that like I'm sleeping in. Like I like I almost forgot that I had a 930 seriously. And then my alarm started going off 830, 9 o'clock. And I was so tired that like from earlier at six o'clock, like I just believed that I didn't have a class at 930 for some reason. I was that tired. <laughs> so I literally just missed my 930. I woke up at like 1045 when I was done. I was like, shit, like I literally just missed this class. So, yeah, that's kind of my little story. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, Arthur our boy, the professor. He's nice. He's chill. Uh, Peter, you know, it's uh, we're both in our gray sweatpants. It's warm, it's cold <laughs> weather season. You know, I, it's hot chocolate weather, iced coffee, not iced coffee, warm <laughs> coffee. And yeah, and we might be going. We're thinking we're going to the Giants game in two weeks against the Raiders. Yeah. So we'll be bundled up for that. That's sick. Yo, my boys want to go to Buffalo to watch the Jets Buffalo Bills game. I kind of want to go to that, experience some Bills mafia culture, maybe smash a table. So some crazy are you going to be wearing a Bills jersey or something? Cause... Nah, nah. I'm going to wear a fucking Jets jersey. J E T S, Jets, 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 baby. Hell yeah. Get some bro. free beer. Get a port on you. Just, you know. I don't give a fuck, bro. It's jet <laughs> life to my next life, bro. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's get into it. Giants beat the Panthers last week. Um, Peter, you're a guest. What are your, what are your initial thoughts? All right. Uh, so I, I got a, I got a couple of thoughts here. Um, I think this was a very good showing from the boys, you know, 25 to three. Uh, missed out on a nice score. Got me chance. Five, three at half. Would have been an amazing way to finish the game. Would have been great. Um, but, you know, the Giants gave up points the first time on the first drive this season, just a field goal. And then after that drive, Giants won 25 nothing. I think that says a lot about the team. It says a lot about Joe Judge as a coach. Yeah, I mean, Joe Judge, for me, we liked him last year. This mm-hmm. is one of those games where it makes reminds me of how much I like Joe Judge. Yeah. But, you know, that comes with success, obviously. So this is definitely a great showing from the Giants. Um, you know, I would say it's a better Giants effort than, like, a bad Sam Darnold effort, even though he was pretty bad. Um, it, was, it was more of a Giants team win, like, their defense. And the Panthers – you know, have a great defense. Like we saw them early in this year, both three and zero. They're on a four game skid right now, but that's you know with, been without Christian McCaffrey for most of it. So you can understand why in that regards. But you know, the Giants' offense was really the star of this, and their defense was also there. So I, I it's overall uh, trending in the right direction after last week. Mm-hmm. For sure. The uh, the most impressive part about the game. Um, other than uh, Danny Dimes' catch, it's got to be 
the defense holding the Panthers to under 200 total yards. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I don't know, Brendan. I don't know if you got any thoughts about the game, but no, I think it was a good one for you guys. I think you guys really popped out. I think the offense was clicking. Uh, probably uh, uh, Judge's best play calling game this year. Uh, seeing Daniel Jones get that snag, you guys were just like, Odell, oh who? Like, that was hilarious. <laughs> now nah, we jumped up um, and down, like, no way. Was that the Philly special? It kind of, nah, like it, it was just, um, just like a, not nah, Philly special has like too many guys. Like, turning it was just like, uh, kind of like a, not like a flea flicker, but it was, it was kind of, it, it kind of looked like somewhat. it, though. somewhat. I don't know, but, um, but regardless, first career reception. Yeah, but I think we just learned that this Carolina Panthers coaching staff just does not trust Sam Darnold. I mean, him being benched, he threw one interception, I believe his statistics, uh, 64% completion percentage, 112 yards, zero tutties, one interception. I mean, fellas, like, he could not command this offense. He was basically yeah. seeing ghosts in MetLife. I mean, he only threw one pick, but still, he doesn't – yo. He's missing these throws. Like that one pick was horrendous that he threw. Like yeah. he had, I think, three corners. It was like triple coverage, and like he not only threw it like near him. It wasn't even a pick to flinch, like a like an interception deflection. It was literally in the backfield. Um, it's really bad here. So PJ Walker is taking the position now. Um, but just to talk about the Giants real quick. I mean, you guys have two wins now. Uh, I I think that's a great win. You guys are getting wins where it needs to happen. Who are you guys playing next? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Monday night, Chiefs so Monday night. this really is this is really gonna be our, our game because like Chiefs, statement game. I mean, mm-hmm. if they don't have Mahomes, I feel like we have a good, pretty good chance. I think we have yeah, a really no, good you, chance with that. You do, yeah. I mean, look, the Chiefs defense is just abysmal lately. It seems like, like they have a Super Bowl hangover right now. This is what's happening. They, I mean, losing that game to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, when they were favorites going into it. Obviously, they had the offensive line crumble, but. I think that this is – is this in Kansas City or is it MetLife? Yeah, it's in KC. It's in Kansas in KC. City? All right. So that's that's a little difficult. But um, but seriously, like, if this defense comes to play and if your offense is playing similar, putting points up, if Daniel Jones feels comfortable, if he's protected, I could see this being a close game. No, I mean, look, Daniel Jones went off 203 yards, a one-touchdown pass, Devonta Booker, he did his thing. You know, the announcers kept saying uh, Devontae Booker, like the, the, like the average football player. They kept calling him a pair of jeans. It's a pair hilarious. of jeans because he's just a, a nice running back. Nothing special about him, though. Um, hopefully, we have Chef back this week. That will be a plus. Um, I'm pretty sure we have Galladay coming back this Galladay week. Galladay may be coming back as well. So, look out, you know, Kansas City cornerbacks because we're going to have a lot of offensive weapons. And I don't know if they'll be able to stop all of them. And uh, – I've seen last week was like the best like offensive called game by Jason Garrett. I know Peter want to say something about that. Yeah, I think the last couple of weeks Jason Garrett has really done some impressive things. Um, the scores and everything don't really reflect it, but it, like watching the games and seeing the play calls, he's just doing fun things. Like he's just trying to he's just open up the playbook, just doing whatever the hell he wants. I mean, like they you, did a yeah. did a lateral like a lateral well, like QB option kind of stuff. The, the the, uh, the reverse that they've been trying to pull off for yeah. a couple of weeks with the toss to Jones. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's he was the first couple of games of the season. Garrett not not so hot, but I mean, I think once he went like you know once the team was one and four or whatever, Owen or Owen three, he thought that uh, you know it was the best time to experiment. 
I'm already down in the division a little bit. And um, it paid off this week. The Cowboys game two weeks ago, I'm pretty sure. Um, it would look that way until, you know, Jones and Barkley got down. And uh, I feel like maybe, you know, when Barkley comes back, we got to keep this offense like the way it is. Keep Jones in the running game with Barkley, that dual threat option. A linebacker is going to have to pick who, the, who they're going to take. And hopefully Jones adjusts and learns whether to uh, give it off or keep it, read the defense more. Or put Barkley in the slot, man. Make him, make him like catch. Make him receive the ball. Like you guys need I mean, to. I mean, he's shown he could. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah. You guys really I'll need to. I'll compare him. I'll compare yeah, him. no, yeah, because we know that Barkley is a freak of nature. We know that he is Saquon Barkley. You just need to put him in a position to do well. And if you add him as well, like imagine how you guys performed. You guys were, you guys were playing great. You guys were playing great, confident ball. You know, you weren't turning the ball over. You were capitalizing the opportunities that your defense gave you. And that's going to win games. If you continue to play like this, that will win games in the National Football League. So mm-hmm. having players like Barkley coming back, uh, Galladay, all these key players coming back for you, I think that this is going to be a lot. It's good seeing Jason Garrett and Joe Judge getting the ball to click because we're at the part right now where you got to get these wins, man. You got to find ways to stack them up. What are you guys, two and five right now, two and four? Yeah. Two and, um, two and five. I mean, look, it's better than one and four. It's better than zero and five. So that's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, you guys needed that. Your players needed that win. Um, it's really important because obviously there were some heartbreakers this year. I feel like there's always some heartbreakers with the Giants. Yeah. Um, you know, losing to Atlanta, uh, losing games that you should have won. So this is a Washington. good one for the, the players. Team, Washington's yeah. game too. We could very easily be um, like a four and two team right now. Which, we should be. I or mean, not four and two, a four and three maybe. And that would put us like right in the hunt for a, in a wild card berth along with like the Saints, along with the Vikings who are in the playoff picture right now in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, it's just you got to put all that behind you and you got to just prepare and get ready for what's going on. I mean, I like what I see from Jones. He seems pretty confident. Um, You know, he really seems to have been commanding this offense. I think he's doing better than I anticipated so far this season. Um, It's really a roller coaster ride for you Giants fans. But like we said before, if I was a Giants fan, all I'd want is to see Jones command offense. That's all I want. Like at this point, playoffs is kind of a reach. Um, Dallas is playing great football, nitty gritty, great football. Their offense looks amazing. They have a three-headed monster with receivers, Zeke in the backfield. Um, and Dak Prescott is just playing lights out every week. So, um, but seriously, like I think you guys as Giants fans, as long as you see Jones go out there and continue to play the way that he has been playing, I think that there's not much to complain about. Um, it could be worse. It really could be worse for you guys. Could be worse. I mean, I feel like the NFC right now is very top heavy. All of the top division leaders, you know, are locked. And other than the NFC West with the Cardinals and Rams, there's not really a clear, you know, number two in each division. Even the Saints, you know, they barely beat the Seahawks last week. You know, a Geno Smith-led Seahawks. So I feel like the Giants, they can't, like, write them off necessarily, but it is a long shot still, I feel like. Yeah, you guys do have a definitely tough stretch schedule. It's going to be difficult. Um, That's why these games matter a lot the ones that you have chances for, like those gray area games that you guys can go and get and get the job done. Mm-hmm. Peter, anything else about the Giants? 
Um, I don't know. Not really. I mean, Daniel Jones, I feel like he's been, as we've been saying, he's been playing pretty solid. I feel like, especially with Barkley, he's more in like that Ryan Tannehill kind of, he's not going to lose you a game. He's not really going to like win you a game, Mm. but like, I want to see what Tannehill plays like without Derrick Henry. Yeah, I feel I mean, like it'd be a very similar like collapse of the offense that the Giants have. Would it be like Tannehill with you know Adam Gase, or would it be like you know Tannehill now? Tannehill now, yeah. Well, and I'd probably be closer back when he was with Gase. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say because right now Tannehill is inflated by having Derrick Henry because you know he carries you know he's single handedly beat the Bills. Derrick mm-hmm. Henry, you could say, and that wouldn't would that get the Super Bowl? Are they favorites right now? I don't know. And hopefully Barkley gets on that, you know, Derrick Henry. He doesn't need to be Derrick Henry, but he should be, like, a top five rushing yards every season. But he hasn't been that because he's been hurt. All right, so moving on with the Jets, I mean, like, I don't even know, man. It's kind of – it's just, like, honestly, you want my honest opinion? I mean, of course. I mean, I'm, I want your I'm pointing. I'm pointing – I'm pointing the finger at, at Salah, and I'm pointing the finger. And I – dude yes. – Dude, what the fuck? Like, honestly, as a Jets fan, like, like, no, I'm done praising you. It's over. I'm done. Like, I'm done right now. Up until you back it up. Like, seriously, all gas, no breaks, all this, all that. Yeah, it sounds great. Just fucking win football games. Or not only win football games, don't get embarrassed after a bye week and let your defense give up 54 points. It's ridiculous. Towards the end of it, Brian Hoare is coming out, and he's just, like, letting it air out. He wants a touchdown. He wants to amp up the crowd. It's ridiculous. You had a bye week, all right? And there's some things that personally, like, are suspect to me. When I'm looking for a coach, all right, I'm looking for someone that will – is the heart and the the heartbeat of their team. Like, honestly, I'm looking for – whenever something happens, when there's a missed call, you want to see your coach pissed off. When someone's cheap shotting your quarterback, you want to be holding back your players because you want to see your players wanting to go to war because your quarterback just got, you know, assaulted. So, you know, personally, like I'm missing the Rex Ryan days. Rex Ryan had a quote. If you take a swipe at one of our guys, we'll take a swipe back too." So that whole that whole mindset was like, like ride or die. And I thought I was going to have that from Salah. I really did. I mean, I know that a lot of players loved him with the 49ers, Richard Sherman called him his favorite coach. And I was, I was amped to have him, man. I mean, he's a very likable guy, but I was hoping to see more of the animation that we saw the more, more, I want more energy out of my coach, especially in a game. It it was honestly just lifeless. Like there was two questionable roughing the passer calls. Uh, Judon put all of his weight on, on, uh, on Wilson. The first one was out of bounds. He was an eligible runner, but still like, that still, like, if your teammate cares about your quarterback, you would still kind of, like, say, yo, be careful. Or you'd say something. Or you would also talk to the refs to keep an eye on it because then the second flag should definitely be called where he got that injury. So it's a huge miss call by the refs that I'm pissed off at. But more so, I'm mad at the energy of my own team. I mean, it looks like my team is just like, man, we're one in four. We're in Foxborough. We have no chance. Like, who am I to – go up and put fights up against like I think that they know like it's almost as, as if the game was over before it was started and that is coaching 
that's not the players that's coaching because there's too many good players on this roster to be getting blown out like that. I know yeah. we didn't have CJ Mosley, but we still have Quinn and Williams. We still have Sheldon Rankins. We still have a great cor- cornerbacks that have playing. They've been playing great. Bryce Hall has been playing amazing. Um, and I don't know, man. So that's kind of my thoughts. I'm honestly pissed off at Robert Sala. Um, I don't think that he's going to be in the hot seat this year. I think we're going to give him a couple more years, at least one more year. But seriously, I, I think that this shows that he needs to, you know, he's being Mr. Nice Guy. And you can't be Mr. Nice Guy because you, at the end of the day, your job is to elevate these players. And if you aren't elevating these players, then we can find someone else. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Salah pretty much got outcoached by Belichick here in this game. I mean, the Patriots, this offense, hadn't even scored 30 points all season. and goes off and scores 54 on your New York Jets at home. And the Patriots are home, but still they, they didn't look, the Jets didn't look like they tried enough. They didn't care. And that's not a good sign in from your coach. If your players are given up, I mean, by halftime, I mean, the game was over the game, you know, was so long because of all those touchdowns the Patriots scored. And, uh, you know, Zach Wilson did get hurt and that is kind of a deflating, you know, mood for your team. If your starting quarterback goes down, he's your guy. You know, what are the rest of us supposed to do? Didn't they have faith in Mike White? Like, I haven't heard that that name in, like, I never heard of him before. I mean, people are like, who yeah, is no this person? That guy is. I mean, I'm glad you guys got Joe Flacco, but he's not even starting next Sunday. No, that even pisses me off because we had Six him on the roster pick. last year. We had him on the roster yeah. last year. We didn't give him the money. He goes to Philly. He gets a five-mil deal. We could have given him that money, whatever. Um, and now we're giving up draft capital to get him back. It's just, dude, it's honestly like a mess right now and nothing has changed. I thought things would have changed at this point, but nothing has changed and it's really pissing me off. Yeah. It was honestly like pretty disappointing to see. I feel like the Jets defense has been like, it played pretty solid at the start of the season. Um, I don't know what the scores were, but like energy wise, I just feel like you get like the defense was just zooming around, just doing their thing. Um, but, like, this time, like, since the Broncos game, really, you guys have just had no energy on defense. You've just been letting teams walk over you. Other than the Titans game, I don't know how that happened. But. Yeah, like, the one time, the one win you have this year is against the team that beat the, you know, Chiefs, team who beat the, the Bills. Bills. Yeah, no, so, it's like, NFL for you, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, does that mean the Jets are better than the Chiefs? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, games, you need, you need more games like the ones against the Titans. One more games like the ones against the Panthers to start the year. Then, you know, the Patriots 54 13, the Broncos 26 nothing game. You just you need more consistency out of your players. And that does, I feel like, start with your coach. And oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like when I, when we you know when breaking news was, you know, Jets signed Robert Sala as a head coach, we're looking for images of him to put on in the social media. And there are these pictures of him, you know, fired up, yelling, you know, at this team. Like, and I did, we just don't see that on the sidelines now. And maybe that's because, you know, he doesn't want to, you know, get thrown by the New York media just because he's fired up. He looks happy and his teams are losing. But there's a difference between showing, you know, energy and emotion than being cocky about it. Like Rex Ryan is more of the cocky side. Robert Sala could be, I feel like, more of that. Um, like a Pete Carroll, humble. Yeah. I like mean, a yeah. Humble even, guy for. I mean, like, even, you know what I mean? Know, yeah. Like, I feel like Mike like Tomlin a John Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel like the ideal, like, demeanor for a coach right now is Dan Campbell. That dude, that dude's yeah. got heart. 
he Lions loves the coach. game and he's not afraid to tell you that he loves the game. Lions yeah. head coach, that's a guy yeah. you want to, you know, work with. And I feel like Robert Sala is just missing that factor. I bet he's a great football mind. And I feel like sooner or later, he's got a young team as well. So, you know, yeah, man. have you seen these clips of, co- of college coaches, you know, like, like headbutting their players in their head? That's what they're used to. That's what they're used to playing for. And I mean, Salah, I think he's young. He could, he could, you know, be that guy who takes, you know, hits in practice, you know, or like pretends to like tackle a guy in practice to like, you know, show off, give good morale. I think your issue right now is, you know, consistency and morale in the team. Wilson's down. You got a a game against the Bengals this week, a surging Bengals team with, uh, you know, Mike White starting. So what is Zach Wilson's injury status anyway? Do you know off the top of your head, Brendan? Yeah, it's PCL injury, so that's his kneecap. Um, mm. It's two to four. It's a sprain. So thank God it's nothing like ACL or anything like long for the year. But I don't know, dude. Wilson's, if you looked at his emotion when he was walking out to the sideline, he looked furious, man. He looked pissed because Joe Douglas said, and I, he said the same thing to Sam Darnold too um, once he came in. He said to Zach Wilson, you don't have to elevate the team. We will elevate you. The team will elevate you around you. That's what he said. Um, don't expect yourself to elevate the team. We will elevate the team around you. Um, so, and nah, that hasn't been true. But one thing that we, I think we forgot is that Makai Becton has been injured. All right. Imagine if we had Makai Becton on this line. He, he hasn't been there, but just imagine if we had him. That would have been great. Morgan Moses is playing amazing. It's not his fault. I don't like what I'm seeing from uh, Connor McGovern. And Van Roden. I don't like what I'm seeing from them. We have huge issues at the guard position. But the problem with me and Salah is also what he's doing as a coach. Like, why aren't you benching these players? If they are, if they're just being an invisible wall, why say something? Like, do something, make a statement, bench them. Like, seriously, like, why are you putting them out there every single game? If they're underperforming, you need to say something, you need to do something. I don't know if this is. I mean, it probably what this is, if you were to ask me, Brennan, why is Salah underperforming as a head coach? What I would probably say to you is that he is going through those growing pains coming from being a DC to the head coach in New York, biggest market. You know, he was basically holding a clipboard clipboard for Shanahan. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, he played a very important role with the DC. But that was that's all he knows. That's all he's familiar for. That's that's his specialty. He's a guru for it. But when you have one of the best offensive minded coaches in football that knows time management, that knows the game, that knows, you know, what I'm saying it's very hard to make that leap. And I think he's going through that issue right now. And he really needs to figure it out. He really does, because there's still time to turn this thing around. But honestly, I'm going to say this right now. His game against the Bengals this week is going to be the most important game of his career coaching wise. It really is. It really is because you need to respond. Yeah. Yeah. He always said, you know, adversity makes the man better. Okay. Okay. Well, adversity is when we really get to see what a man is. So hopefully he can give us a competitive game. Hopefully he can really tune in to that defense. And maybe I don't even know what CJ Mosley's status is. Hopefully he'll be playing, but this Bengals team is electric. Uh, the one thing that we do have is our own home fans, but Jamar Chase, Mixon, Boyd, uh, fucking Joe Burrow. Like, dude, this team is legit, honestly. Like, they're going to, they could sneak into the playoffs for sure. Um, maybe do some I mean, damage they, in the playoffs also. They're on top of the, uh, 
the North right AFC now. AFC North, yeah. Yeah, like they they're not gonna sneak in. They're the best team in the AFC, actually. Six and three, right? Or what is it? Five and two. Five, five and two. Yeah, they're the yeah. best team in the AFC right now. You really think the best team in the AFC? Well, record well, wise, yeah. Wise? Okay. okay. Yeah, dude. So I don't know. I mean, I knew that. I had a feeling this shit was gonna happen because. Jamar's really like balling that, out. Yeah. yeah, I said that they're gonna they could sneak into the playoffs. They could be really good. A lot team. of good defensive acquisitions, too. Yeah. No, I'm they're, starting their defense, bro, in fantasy. Because the Ravens are my team. And I'm dude, I bro, Bengals D up against Mike White and this Jets offense that can't score a touchdown in the first half or first quarter. They have not scored a touchdown or like only one field goal all this whole season, the first quarter. So if you guys like, do that, how happy would you be? If we score a touchdown in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, we have Mike White as our QB, and honestly, I'm hey being man, dead man ass. got 202 yards. Michael Dude, Carter I, might break one. You never know. Michael Carter, you know. Yo, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like Mike White. I kind of trust him more than Zach Wilson right now. Like commanding my Wilson's trying to do serious. too much. Yeah, he, he's the flashy guy. He's, yeah. he's got to. I know, but at the same time, that's his game. That's what they knew they were going to get that from mm-hmm. him. So that's why you know he's throwing interceptions. That's why you know his receivers they got to work with them better and. Because you can't put the blame all on Zach Wilson. You can't put the blame on Holden. Robert Sala. This is their one, first year together as a pairing. The Jets had no expectations anyway, other than maybe win a couple games. And they already won one game. They're already doing better than, you know, the Lions, who have struggled. But And the Gase era, too. And, and Adam mm. Gase last year, I feel like they're definitely a better team than last year, even with, you know, a 0-26 oh, game, a 13-54 to 54 loss as well. But I think they're still better than last year's squad. So time will tell with my New York Jets. Hopefully, you know, Wilson gets back healthy, hopefully, because that's the only important part as a Jets mm-hmm. fan. You know, we have a rookie yeah. quarterback. That's the only reason why I get up on Sundays and want to watch, because you may see him pop off. You may see him throw three picks. We don't know. So you might see this there's... new cat pop off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just how it'd be. Um, and moving on, do you want to talk about, like, the Bengals real quick? Like, they are on fire. Um, we, I think we all know, we think we're going to make the playoffs now. Jamar Chase looking like offensive rookie of the year. And, you know, in the beginning of the year, I said, it's going to be hard for a QB to win because they were doing, they were struggling early. Justin Fields struggling. Um, Trey Lance, sometimes a starter, sometimes not. And then you see guys like Trevor Lawrence, Wilson on bad teams. So I think Jamar Chase got, uh, the uh, rookie offensive rookie of the year in the bag. As of right now, knows. yeah. No, you don't. As of right now. I mean, it's still early. It's still early. Remember week 17 this year. Yeah, there's 17 games. Jamar Chase, dude. Like, this guy is everything you want in a wide receiver. He took his uh, junior year off or senior year, either or, uh, for COVID. Uh, he opted out in NCAA. And we didn't see him, but we still knew how good he was. Some say best uh, – wide receiver prospect since maybe Amari and then Calvin Johnson. But this man is really coming to play. I think he has, what, seven tutties on the season, maybe eight. Um, he's everything you want. Yeah, leading the league. He says he wants to break every record as a bangle. Um, who knows? Maybe he can do that. I know with Chad Burrow, Ochocinco. Yeah, I know Chad Ochocinco might be, uh, you know, mm. taking offense to that. But uh, I don't know. Jamar Chase, dude. He's really – it's starting to gel, and Burrow is starting to get the support that he really needed. Um, and Even it's really interesting. Even without the offensive line help. I mean, that's what we – remember when they drafted Jamar Chase instead of Penny Sewell, we were like, 
Ooh, really? They're doing that. They're pairing up the LSU guys, and it feels like, but it seems like it's been working. That chemistry seems to be going great. Yeah, man. There's those quarterback receiver, you know, marriage. Like it's out there, and if you can find it, it's gonna put you really far in the. It's gonna put you like deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, look at Rodgers and Adams. You know, um, and then if you look at AB and and Tom Big Brady, ben. like and Big Ben and what, like who, who's their number one? Would you say? I mean, we got Juju, we got Deontay, Deontay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have the big names with your quarterback, and it's gonna help you go a long way. And that's why Stafford they got Joe. Now, man. Yeah, man, exactly. But this Seattle Seahawks team, man, they look like the Jets without Russell Wilson. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, they look they're horrible. So bad. <laughs> I mean, that, that just tries to show you Russell Wilson's greatness and why there's rumors that he always wants to leave every offseason. That's There's fast. always rumors, there's always rumors. Russell Wilson, would you want to go get a trade to the, you know, New York Giants? I know you're, you play for the Yankees during spring training. Come to the Giants, Wilson. Oh, there's nothing like that out there. I'm a Seahawk, I'm a Seahawk. I feel like, you know, nah, it's real. this season, it's real. I really look at ourselves in the mirror and say, are we going to win next year? Are we, I mean... I told Noah Levine, our first guest of the season this year, Facts. that Seahawks were making the playoffs. I mean, I didn't know Wilson was going to get hurt, but now it looks like they're not making, they ain't, they ain't doing shit this year. Even though Gino's looking not that half bad. I'm um, yeah, dude, I'm just stoked with this Jamal trade, too, because then we could potentially have two top 10 picks. Um, you still you really... a, a draft pick from them? Yeah, we still have the other one. I think they have like the eighth seed right now, like the eighth overall or something mm-hmm. pick or something, something Damn, crazy. So we you have like, get the third. like you get like yeah, that's crazy. You get two really good players. Yeah, skill players for Wilson. Um, Giants are in the same position. Yeah, with the yeah, Bears, might have Bears. two top tens. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be crazy. New York teams just get four. Philly might have first. three. Philly might Philly? have three. From who? The Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins, and then their own one, and then then they have then there's someone else. From, I mean, Wentz was a second round. I'm pretty sure. And, oh yeah, if if the Colts get like eleven wins or something, then they get one. Something, yeah, something like that. that. Some like weird stuff. But then, I mean, draft draft very far away. Giants praying, you know, you go like five hundred, maybe, maybe sneak into the wild card. Could happen. Could happen. <laughs> maybe. I mean, theoretically, there's a lot of five hundred teams in the NFC. Like we have right now. Vikings three and three, Bears three and four, Falcons three and three, Panthers three and four. We showed me we could beat the Falcons. We've already beaten the Saints. We've beaten the Panthers. NFC South unlock, other than the Bucks unlock. The Vikings are so so. The Bears are bad. Uh, hot take: Vikings are winning the NFC North. Hot over the over, over the, the Packers. Over the Packers, Packers are Packers are going down the drain right now. I mean, that's just with COVID the, and injuries. The fact that they have six wins astounds me. They're they're just, gonna. They're going to get embarrassed by the Cardinals. You think so? Boys. Yeah, they're going to get embarrassed. Boys. And take us where Aaron Rodgers is going next year. Rodgers? Oh, shoot. I, um, I already know, bro. You already know. Rodgers is taking yeah, his time. I already know. Rodgers is taking his Yeah, time. you ask them. Send him a text. Yo, where are you going next year? <laughs> he asked Christian Mahogany, guest from Boston College. He knows that it's real. He knows the rumors he are real. He told us. Um, nah, he's... Rogers going to DC next year. Nah, nah, you're tweaking. I I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Of course, I hope not too. Nah, he's going to Pittsburgh. Locked and loaded, happening. 
the defense, the receivers, the Big Ben's be gone. Super, wait, he beat the yeah, the yeah, he's going there. Know, the market, yeah, the historic aspect. You want to have Mike Tomlin as a coach? Mike Tomlin is not a good coach. What are you talking nah, Tomlin's about? Tomlin's a great coach. Bro. Tomlin's a great coach. He's he hasn't had a losing season. doesn't matter. He's benefited from having Big Ben, one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. Antonio Brown, one of one of the best wide receivers in NFL history. I don't Prime even think Big Ben cracked the league. I don't even think Big Ben cracks top ten quarterbacks of all time. Is he Big doesn't. Ben better than Eli Manning? No, Eli has the Super Bowls. Is, Actually, I don't know. I feel like Big Ben probably is Eli. Is, is Big Ben better than Philip Rivers? Yeah, Philip Rivers was never in a good situation though. He, I know. I know. No, that's interesting. He really think. He, he, even, he was a good like, coach, bro. He just benefited from everything, the scenario around him. It had nothing to do with him. Do you think? Look at him now. He's got a bad team. He's not doing well. All right. Do you think Belichick's a good coach? Yo, Belichick wait a second. Had his time, but he's done. Wait a Belichick's second. Tomlin, Tomlin went eight and eight with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges as their quarterback. He went 500. Yeah, but they they had the best uh, defense in the league. Jets made it to the AFC Championship with Sanchez two years in a row. Tomlin can pull off a few 500 seasons. I think Sanchez is better than Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. I think that at that time, just like yeah, yeah. Uh, you th- do you think Sean Payton's a bad coach? Drew Brees, they have losing yeah. to Drew Brees. So you think he's a bad? Coach? I think he's a bad coach. They wait. How do you have Drew Brees for 15 years and win one Super Bowl? Well, I mean, Same the thing refs. With Carroll. You have right, Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson. Who's a, who's a good coach then? No one. <laughs> no, he's a good. No, nah, these guys are Mc good Dermott, coaches. McDermott's a great not, coach. No, dude, they're good coaches. They're great coaches. They can go to the AFC NFC Championship game and win and dominate their division. You know what I'm saying? Like they're good coaches, but they're they're okay, not like how, maybe how do you have top shelf. Drew Brees, literally second best quarterback in NFL history. You think Tom so? Brady's obviously, uh, Brady's obviously second won best. second best ever. I don't even think Drew Brees makes my top five. I don't think he makes my top five. Drew Brees, Drew Brees leads literally every category because he's because other just, than unless it's Brady. I know, but he's got one ring. That's the thing. Like you know, like, like yeah. You want to know why? Because he had a crappy coach. He had a crappy coach and a crappy defense. No, nah, I think I they think never, they had. When was the one had, time the Saints had a good defense? 2018-19. Yeah, they always had. It. Was, they always have a decent defense, bro. They no, always have a good a enough great, defense to a win. Great it. defense was uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota Miracle. And another one was when they got flagged for pass interference. That's what I'm saying. So, so they, the refs, they were the refs, the refs fucked with them, dude. The refs were in a huge, Vegas. they cocked blocked them. Yeah. The refs like got Vegas. in their way. Dude. So I don't know. This, how this, have, this is Peter's. I don't know how you can coaches. have Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Peter's best coaches in the NFL right now. I mean, Dan Campbell, Sean McDermott. <laughs> how, no, about, Sean, how about Vrabel? Wait a second, um, wait a second, wait a second. Can we Mc, talk about McDermott's a great coach? Can we but, talk about the Chargers head coach? Can we talk about Kingsbury? Can we talk can we talk about the Cincy coach? The, all those are like the top of the league right now, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um the Chargers, I feel like we were all high on the Chargers entering the air, but some people yes, were because you know mm-hmm. they're in that division with the Chiefs. Um, but they've you know proven themselves other than that a Ravens game. That they're a great team, even the Browns. Uh, Cardinals doing great things this year. Credit to them. Kingsbury got his guy from college, Kyler Murray, and even now, um, what'd you say? The Bengals, the Bengals head coach, they are exceeding expectations as well. So those guys are doing good this year, definitely. Honestly, I'm gonna send the house on the cards tonight. I haven't bet all season. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bet until I was 21. But I, uh, I but I'm gonna send the house on the cards, bro. Seriously, that's my team. On- I saw this thing on Instagram. 
Cardinals have the best I mean, who, defense. Who doesn't fuck with the best cards? defense in the league? I, I, I like the cards before, before the glow up. I mean, no JJ Watt. I mean, I'm yeah, a, crap. I'm a and big I, Kyler Murray fan. He's like my favorite quarterback in this. I league. saw I, I saw this thing on Instagram. It was uh, the Packers are six and zero with their current head coach without Devontae Adams. I mean, I don't know if that does anything to you. Um, they also haven't been without Jair Alexander or Bakhtiari for those games. That changes a lot. Yeah, Bakhtiari <laughs> is one of the best linemen in the league, even though he's like 34. He's and out. Their offense. Yeah, he's out. He's been out all oh, season. Oh, because of COVID, it, right? Or injury. He's uh, been out all year. Is this in Lambo or AZ? AZ. I'm oh, sure dude, I'm sending a fucking house, bro. Yeah. Seriously, dude, nah, the cars will sign. remain undefeated. Kyler Murray's uh, gonna be out there exposing. Pack, bro, Packers got to. Uh, Packers got to sign uh, Jerry. Uh, not Jerry Judy. Fucking Jordy Nelson. Sign the game. <laughs> Get the, get the farmer back out there. Get Jordan Nelson back out there. And uh, now nah, they're losing tonight. Even without J.J. Watt, season injury sucks for Wait, him. What? You think that yeah. the Packers are winning? No, no, no. no, no, no. Packers are losing. For Packers sure. are losing even with J.J. Watt with season-ending surgery. Not be not going to be there. What do you think happens first real quick? Cardinals losing or Lions winning? What happens first? Lions winning. Lions winning. Let's look at their schedule. Lions have been in every single game this year. Now, the Lions are balling. Hey, Lions got the Eagles this week. They're winning this week. Oh, let's go. Let's oh, go, they, Lions, bro. We want them they to can. win. Come on. They deserve it. All right. So, I, I was talking before we started the pod. Um, I got, like, some, like, some like crazy rumors. Like, I don't – they're not rumors. They're just, like, things that I think would be cool if they happened. Probably won't. But uh, in regards to the Eagles, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Hurts to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers obviously have no faith in Darnold. No one has any faith in Darnold. The Eagles hate Jalen Hurts for some reason. They always talk about getting a new quarterback. I mean, they traded yeah. for Gardner Minshew, so I mean they're they're fine if they get rid of Hurts. I mean that's that's and I'm, I assume the who you say the Panthers they'd give up a first round pick, right? Probably not, dude. I mean the Eagles are going to try and squeeze him, but they at the end of the day they don't like Hurts. I mean. If they liked Hurts, they wouldn't have gotten Gardner Minshew. If they liked Hurts, they wouldn't have traded Wentz. Stuck. Yeah. Well, no, they, Wentz, was, Wentz has never been that good. He had that one almost MVP year, but that then was – Then he got hurt, yeah. I mean, interesting. Yo, and I know, I know that Wentz wouldn't have taken them to the Super Bowl. I know that for a fact. Yeah, no, they like, wouldn't Yeah, he had the MVP Wentz. season, but, like, we needed Nick Foles as, like, miraculous – God tier energy. Go. Didn't he throw like six yeah. touchdowns in that Super Bowl? Something He's goaded. He's yeah, goaded. He'd be Brady. Goated. Only guys to be Brady, Eli, Nick Foles. And if he was Brady. Um, I really do think that the Lions are going to beat the Steelers November 14th. I think it's going to happen. Mm, I think I mean, the Lions will I think them. so, too. They might get, they might get two wins in a row. You know why? Get two wins in a row. Want to know why this, the Steelers are going to lose to the Lions? Mike Tomlin's not a good coach. <laughs> ah, bro. Tomlin's a good coach, this bro. Guy. This I guy. think he's only had like one losing season his whole time. Really. His, his worst record was eight and eight, but that's yo, solely because he's had yo. good players. Nah, <laughs> I see. I, at, at least I know what I'm talking about when I when I, I know his worst season, but I don't think any of them are deserved. All right, I mean, Brennan said before we didn't really talk about it. Aaron Rodgers on the Steelers next year. If that would happen, they would probably be the best team, and the... they're front runners to win it all. Yeah. No, definitely not. You not front. Aaron Rodgers. Not front they, they, you don't think? Not front runners, but I think they definitely. Um, they've been. They got the best quarterback in that division. Then Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers. That'd be definitely an interesting division to watch. Baker Mayfield. That'd be a crazy ass division. If Aaron Rodgers, that'd be hard to win out of. But you know, Aaron Rodgers makes the playoffs. 
they've got some weapons. Najee Harris with, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Jones is good, but Najee Harris has that potential. He's got fresh legs as well. Uh, you I think if – sorry. sorry you think Devontae Adams will join him? No, no. You think they'll go separate? Probably, yeah. Devontae's going to Vegas. He's got a link up with his boy, Derek Carr. They played college together. Not a bad That'd day. be interesting. If they get a good head coach who uh, Devontae likes, that. Do you, who do you did you say who Aaron Rodgers is going to play for next year? No, I also have no idea. So. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's going to be the Steelers. The Broncos. It's, Broncos. it's going to be the Steelers, bro. Remember, remember this. Because why would he not want to go to the Steelers? Like, why? He has great defense, great secondary, great plethora of wide he's receivers. Got, Every single receiver can put up a thousand yards. If you know, and like, I don't know, man. Najee fucking Harris. Like, come on, you see what this man's doing? That's why I'm, I'm losing a, I'm fantasy. Because he was out in a bye week. And I'm not a believer in Najee. No, I beat you. I beat you nah, nah, you're tweaking. You're tweaking. You're so tweaking. He's a guy. Hear me out. Hear me out. Sure, like, he's running all right. But the, the Steelers, they don't know how to use him. They're trying to get him on the outside. He's not an outside, agile, quick guy. What you got to do is you just got to send him up the middle, Brandon Jacobs style. Like Garrett Brandon Blunt, Jacobs. just jam him up the middle. He'll rush for 1,200 yards. You do that every play. But if you keep getting him outside, he's going to average, like, two-point whatever yards per carry like he has, like, every other game this season. It's because they don't trust their own line. That's why they don't have pouncy anymore. They don't have that holes. So they're trying to find openings. Yeah, and then they do. drafted the wrong guy for that. I mean, I don't think he's like he's not he's not like an outside Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders. I'm gonna ju past everyone. Mm. He's just I'm gonna bowl through you like beat like a like a beast mode kind of Marshawn running. Marshawn Real quick, running. Peter, what's your Super Bowl predictions and who's gonna win? <laughs> Super oh, okay. All right. I put literally no thought into this way too early, but I'll hit you with, uh, let's see. I definitely think it's going to be Cardinals, Chargers. The Chargers are going to come out on top. Oh, wow. shit. No, Big I was Chargers. thinking low-key Bucks, Chargers would be fire. Or, or wait a second. Wait a second. I think I, no, no, no. Bills, yo, Bills, Bucks. Imagine if the Bills beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. Imagine what their fans are gonna do. The oh, fuckery. Dude. If their dude, first Buffalo Super Bowl ring is on the is on, on Tom Brady's head. Yo, yeah. that's crazy, bro. That would be a great Impossible. story. Line. Great story. Line. Great story line. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, right now I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a weird one. <laughs> I'm gonna give the, the Ravens Rams battle of the R's. Can Lamar carry them all the way? Can the Rams be consistent in the playoffs? I think Only so. Time will tell. Only time will tell. Jalen Ramsey, the defense, Aaron Donald. They're a good team, the Rams. Cardinals don't have the experience yet. That's what I'm worried about with them in the playoffs. All right. Some pretty hot takes here. Hot takes. <laughs> hot take pod. It's all right. Pretty chaotic. Pretty all chaotic. Right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to episode 41 of NY Fly Zone podcast. Make sure to listen. Uh, share it with all your friends. You know what I'm saying? Put them on it. It's FirePod. And follow us on Instagram, TikTok, or social media, YouTube, everything at NYFlyZone. Thank you very much, Peter Schwartz. For hey, thanks for having podcast. me. I'm, I'm heated, but, you know. Peter Schwartz, Peter Schwartz. Came out firing. Came out firing. <laughs> Gotta bring content, you know. Gotta, Gotta keep bring it content. Gotta keep it interesting. Podcast going up. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And let's go Giants. Let's go, go Jets, Jets, I guess. I mean, yeah. Let's get and, that dub on Halloween. Let's do it. The Halloween dub. Happy Halloween. <laughs> get lit. Party up. Stay safe. Peace. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> You've changed it up. <laughs> <laughs>